Assalamu alaikum, ladies and gentlemen. If you like this podcast, if you benefit from this podcast or you benefit from some of the writing that we do on Instagram, on Facebook, if you attend our connection sessions that take place every second Sunday on Zoom, if you have been a member of our Flourish coaching course, you may, 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 being the operative word I appreciate, may want to make a subscription to our Patreon page. Why would I do that, Yusuf? Well, I'll tell you why. Because there are a number of different audio recordings on there. I can't remember exactly how many, but I think it's more than 20. At least it may be even more than that. And there's also a number of different connection sessions uploaded in full on the Patreon page. Every time we have a connection session on Zoom, I put the whole unedited recording up onto Patreon. And there are a number of different articles as well. Some things that I've written um, reflecting on topics, themes related to personal growth, the pursuit of wholeness according to the Islamic tradition. But what if you don't want to make a contribution? Well, that's cool. Don't worry about it. That's all love. Enjoy the podcast. Take it easy. That's a realization that's very important. And that's that's what I would like to explore now. Is that I I don't need to ask any of you has if sorry if being on this past path or being of this disposition, even if you don't consider yourself to be on a particular path as such, being of this distribution disposition, being of this composition, being of this nature, where you are seeking something deeper by by the fact that you are here, by the fact that Allah Almighty has gathered us in this virtual space, there is something within you which makes you weird. <laughs> are you going to come back now? May Allah bless you. Weird in the best of ways. Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is reported to have said Islam came as something strange and it will return to something strange. So blessed therefore are the strangers you are strange and you must embrace your strangeness and you must recognize that your project is entirely and utterly distinct to the projects of other people around you and therefore does that mean and the, the piece of writing here is extended there's more than i could fit on the screen and i'll share it in the, i'll share it somewhere after so that you can see but it goes on to say that we're on the edge of society the fringes of society the durga and this was the conversation in the, in, the, in the Flourish group earlier in the week, which was initiated by Bushra's observation. What is the Durga? The Durga is this space which is on the fringes of society. It's a space that is not governed by the hierarchies of society. You don't get to be significant in the Durga because you're a doctor. You don't get to be rejected in the Durga because you don't fulfill the expectations of your community. That's why those of you who have spent time in a traditional Zawiya, a traditional Durga, will see that these places are often nuts. <laughs> nuts. Because we attract those who have experienced the fundamental misapplication of human existence that is dominant in society at large. Do you understand that? It's a magnet for those who are eccentric. It's a magnet for those who are rejected. 
It's a magnet for those who are romantic. It's a magnet for those who are, um, what's the word I'm looking for when someone is too innocent? Naive. Yeah, thank you, Fazana. Naive. For those who are naive, for those who, who don't understand what's going on around them, for those who haven't been able to hammer down that job and, you know, do this, that and the other and be successful in driving the BMW, et cetera, et cetera. This is the place where hearts come when they don't have anywhere else to go. And not having anywhere else to go is the very best condition that you could possibly be in because you in your heart are other you are strange. You don't sit comfortably, like Martin said. There's something going on here. Why am I not, you know, why am I not drawn to the things that other people might be drawn to? Be careful of judgment. We don't judge. The Durga never judges and never says that we are superior and these people are inferior. Absolutely not. But at the same time, there's an acknowledgement that the project that you are engaged in, that which you are endeavoring to achieve, that which you are living your life for is different to those other than you. Sorry, guys, one sec. Is different to those other than you. And therefore, what happens is when you go for the family gathering or something like that, and everyone's going, oh, you know what? You just got these, you know, da, 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 da. oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> you fell out of place. You feel, well, what's going on? Yeah, maybe I'm not successful. Maybe I'm not this. Maybe I'm not that. Be true to the soul inside of you. That's what that means. You hear that around on Instagram and on these things, right? And on Facebook and be true to yourself. I don't know what that means. Don't be true to your nafs. Be true to your ruh. Be true to, true to that which the angels were told to prostrate before. Recognize that. That this space is for you to be you for you to be whole, for you to be complete, for you to seek out that which is calling you, full of the, it's full of the murid and the murad, and ultimately these two things are the same. Allah is calling you, calling you to that place. But you must recognize that you are strange. You must recognize that you're different. You are the other. Because this path has never been one that's popular. This path has never been one that is widely practiced. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, Islam has been widely practiced. And even, even you know, traditional, quote-unquote, orthodox interpretations of Tasawwuf have become part of everyday life, of course. But the dervish is a rare one. The dervish is a rare one. And I want to say this to you, the reason that you have this space here is because you can be you. And the one who seeks Allah, the one who yearns for Allah, the one who experiences the discomfort of modernity, the one who acknowledges that, you know what, something doesn't fit quite right here. The one who is no longer attracted to the quote unquote middle class project of trying to get as much as possible from the world. This is your home. This is your home. The Durga is your home. The Durga is where you belong. Because here the people around you understand you. They know what you're endeavoring towards. They know what you're yearning for. They know what you are seeking. May Allah Almighty bless us, inshallah, and bless us on this path and keep us upon his way.
we must remember, and this is something that, that Sheikh Abdul Hakim Murad says as well, is that when we when our communities established themselves in countries where they had not traditionally been based, you know, our, our forefathers worked extremely hard in order to establish masajid, mosques, and sometimes Islamic education and, and um, halal meat, things like that. But if you look at the, the traditional path, the means by which people entered into Islam, whether that's in, in, in the Indian subcontinent, wherever else that may have been, this is by means of the Zawiya, by means of the Durga, by means of a place like this, which some people might say, oh, well, that's because of Sufism and Taruq and Tariqah and, you know, the blessings. It is, of course, but that's because this is a place of inclusion, a place, a place of welcome, a place where everybody is welcome, regardless of your caste, regardless of your um, status in society, regardless of your wealth. People would come and they would be welcomed and they would, they would, they would not be proselytized to in the way that you said, like, you should do this. But there was that recognition of illness. This was a spiritual hospital where people could come and be fed, for example, and receive advice and receive love and receive welcome. And that's what we, what we need so much in our community, not necessarily on the same physical structures that we had in the past, because the age changes. We don't want to replicate the past. We want to bring to life the spirit, the soul of our faith in the most appropriate way, which is why they say that the Sufi Ibn al-Waqt is the, is the son of the moment, is conscious of this moment. And therefore, by means of your being, Mubina, by means of everybody's being, if you have learned to breathe somewhat, then the fact that you are breathing is an act of mercy and compassion for those around you because people will see you and will wish to, to have something that you have. But the path is always about the self and about what we are attempting to do ourselves and focusing upon our own sight, our own vision. And by means of that, this is how Islam spread throughout the, throughout the nations, by means of those people whose hearts became alive to engage with their souls. May Allah Almighty bless us all, inshallah. In your uniqueness, you are unique in the... In the the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have been placed exactly where you need to be in exactly the form and the shape that you need to have. And that's very, very powerful, and very important to recognize that first and foremost, there's nothing wrong with you. That you have been created to play your part. And therefore, I think the, the suffocation that we spoke about there is the idea that you should be shaped into this kind of cookie cutter, you know, uh, idea, this persona of piety, which is probably not serving the soul, but rather serving some kind of societal objective and goal. And that is completely and utterly true. And I really appreciate that, Medina. I want to finish with another point, though, if that's okay, which is to say that one must be gentle with the self most certainly and there's no getting on your own back and being harsh upon the self and being harsh upon um, the self is not beneficial. But what you must recognize as well, ladies and gentlemen, and we will finish with this inshallah, is that in the, in the words of Spider-Man that we spoke about last week with great power comes great responsibility. You have been selected to become of the dervish lar to become of the dervishes, to become of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected, to become of the fuqara, okay, those who are needy, those who are yearning for Allah Almighty and recognize their own strangeness. And that means that there is an immense responsibility upon you. There is a big responsibility upon you. 
which means that you must take this path and you must hold it. You have been given the disposition. You have been given the heart state, let's say. You have been given the perception to be able to accept and to digest and to drink from this path. You have been given access to God, subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have been given access to his prophet. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him and the beautiful deen of Islam, the way of life of Islam. What does that mean? That we must uphold that. We must recognize that. Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah for the blessing of Islam. And that suffices me as a blessing. That suffices me as a blessing. So you must hold firm to the rope of Allah and you must give thanks even more so because of the fact that you have been engaged by this path, that the Almighty has engaged you with it. Now that doesn't mean, that shouldn't be interpreted, and you're absolutely right, Medina, to say, it shouldn't be interpreted as being harsh upon the self. Harshness, Sayyidina Muhammad wasallam is reported to have said that anything that harshness comes into, into contact with, it toxifies it, it um, tarnishes it. And anything that gentleness comes into contact with, it beautifies it. So you must be gentle with the soul. You don't want to be harsh upon the self. But you must also, at the same time, like we said, that perfect equilibrium, we must recognize that, hey, we're a serious business here. <laughs> In the same way that we're not late, for example, to the job interview, we're not late to our engagement with the creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it's a serious business. And if we yearn for him, then we will pursue him at all costs. And that means that we don't engage in the same project. We're not the same. And therefore, the standards that you hold yourself to or the standards that you seek must be distinct and must be different too. Because this is real. And this is the greatest blessing that we could ever engage, that we could ever hope for from the Creator, that He has given us His Messenger, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Him, and enabled us to draw close to Him. May Allah make it easy for us, inshallah.